Welcome along to episode 527 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, which is released a little later than normal because of our first guest, we'll be hearing from Mark Rhodes. He's appearing at the Stafford Gatehouse in their Panto Beauty and the Beast. And he was embargoed until 10am on the 31st of May, which is the reason why you're only hearing me now. Also coming up, we're finding out about Sucker Punch with two of the stars of the show. It's at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre in June. On the way to a bit of a special because we've got a live session from Rhea Barker. She'll be joining me for a bit of a chat and we have some music from her performed live for me in the studio. That's all on the way on the show this week. Welcome to the Milk Bar. 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 Uh, welcome to the milk bar. The Stafford Gatehouse have their panto Beauty and the Beast from the 8th through to the 31st of December. The excitement around the launch of the fantastic cast is sort of glittering everybody with stardom. One of those stars is Mark Rhodes. Hello. Oh, nice. To, oh, that, what a lovely introduction. Thank you very much, Jason. I appreciate that, mate. Well, How are you? I'm all right. You're keeping well. I'm really good, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not actually... I am on my bed. I'm not actually in bed. I'm not some kind yeah, of weird, like, student. Yeah. Uh, a bit old for that now. Behind you, there is what looks like a, a, a luxurious padded throne. This is part of the, <laughs> the press requirement you have whenever you're talking to people these days. Of course, I am actually sitting on a throne right now. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's in my, it's in my rider. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh, my, uh, my little one's downstairs playing and I just said, like, oh, I'm going to do a few interviews. So you might hear uh, you might hear her playing with the Barbies downstairs. But, uh, That's okay. but yeah, all good here, mate. All good here. So, I mean, a long time no see, because I mean, well, we last bumped into each other on a pitch for a testimonial match a few years ago. It was Mr. Craddock's, yeah. I think it was. You brought Sam along with you for that one. Uh, how, however, uh, we have you just up the road from Wolverhampton in Stafford at the Gatehouse, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, you're definitely not the beauty, so who are you playing? <laughs> well, I'm not the beast either, actually. I'm playing um I'm playing a character called French Frank. I uh no, no, I believe... it, it is the name. So when you try and do an accent and it still comes out all Wolverhampton Darlaston-y sort of accent, we know what you were supposed to sound like. Exactly. That's probably one of the main reasons that they wanted me at the Stafford Gatehouse because nobody else can understand what I'm saying. So <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that's uh, a prerequisite for uh, for me being French Frank. I think it might be Midlands Frank by the time uh, people get there. I'll yeah, try I'll try I'll try it French, but I don't think it's going to cut it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing French in GCSE at school and uh, je voudrais on Coca-Cola didn't really make a lot of sense. Fantastic. Petit pois, au revoir. Of like small peas goodbye or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like that. that's, that's as good as it gets for me but you do love a bit of panto don't you because christmas i i've read on the press release is your favorite time of year i love it i absolutely love it i've uh, this will be my eighth panto actually uh but the first one uh in the midlands uh astonishingly um it's, it's just so they've so had subtitles nice, everywhere else well that's it that's it yeah um yeah uh, but it's 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 just nice to be back home, really, because uh, I've not not really spent Christmas with my family uh, from back home for probably about fifteen years, because mm-hmm. um, I, I I married a Londoner, so like we 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 stay in London quite a lot. So it'll be really cool to actually just uh, set up set up camp there and uh, you know and do the show there. It's gonna be wicked. And as this means as well, cheap lodgings for you. 
Matt, oh, mate, like it's always great coming back home, isn't it? So I, I am really, really looking forward to uh, to doing the show at the Gatehouse because um, I've never played there before. So yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, and you've got a, a great uh, supporting cast too, and a, a dame who really knows his way around the stage and uh, an oversized rock. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the outfits because when you play the dame, like basically they they've got to have the biggest dressing room because of all the costume changes that they have. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's it, it's ridiculous how many costumes there's going to be, and I would imagine for Beauty and the Beast as well. Goodness yep. me, like the the outfit changes are going to be crazy. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I think. Yeah, well, David Phillips Davis taking on the role of. Uh, I'm just checking this one. It's uh, uh, Madeline Marzipan. Madeline Marzipan, brilliant. Fred you... Frank, Madeline Marzipan. Blimey, it's uh, it's going to take me a while to remember the names. Never mind any of the scripts that I might get. Yeah, are you good with scripts? Because I mean, you, are, we are known for your ad libbing. Well, <laughs> I. Uh... It's, I suppose presenting is a little bit different to acting because, you know, you've got the, the plot line, which you pretty much have to stick to. But, yeah, I think there might be a little bit of ad-libbing, especially with me being the comedy role. Um, so I think I'll have a little bit more leeway to uh, to play it, to, to play it a bit differently. Mm-hmm. But you've got Theo the Mouse down there as well, alongside Wendy Abraham. So that's going to be an interesting one as well. I mean, I, working with animals, I suppose it's a bit like working with Sam. It, it is a little bit and probably less hairy. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 a bit airier, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, you, you know what they say: never work with kids or animals. And you know, I've I've worked with kids for about twenty years, so you know, let's go, let's go uh, the other way with the uh, the animal side. Yeah, because this is twenty years since your whole pop idol thing, wasn't it? it? Yeah, it will be the anniversary of the final. I think it's about the nineteenth or twentieth of November. So. When we're doing rehearsals for the Panto, it'll be the 20 year anniversary since the actual final, which is just unbelievable, really, like how time flies. And, you know, and I've been lucky enough to, to work uh, for those 20 years in the industry. So, you know, it's uh, it's I'm, I'm very lucky in that respect. Well, yeah, I mean, there are a host of shows that you've been involved with. And uh, I, I think Cracker Jack is great to have that back. And, uh, I, you know, that was just so special. Uh, but equally, uh, I think Junior Bake Off in your tenure was jolly good fun as well, wasn't it? Oh, it was amazing. We loved that show, doing that, especially with the kids, because kids are so innocent. And, you know, it's not like they're putting anything on for the camera. What you see is what you got. Um, and I don't know whether that's like that with all the adults that go on it now, because like, you, you watch it now and... You don't know what's real and what's not, do you? But with kids, it's it's so much easier to get that natural reaction to something. Um, so yeah, that's probably why it worked. It worked so well when we did it. We, we did it for a couple of a couple of years. That uh, that with um, uh, Nadia, uh, yeah. who actually won won Bake Off, and she was fantastic. So to actually uh, present it in the tent was uh, yeah, it was a, it was a joy to film. Well, I say you're going to have great fun at Christmas. And uh, does this mean you may well get a bit of a sing along with the kids? Uh, you, you are basically the kids' favourite. I hope so. I hope I hope I get to um, to, to do a bit of singing. And um, yeah, because my, my kids absolutely love coming to Panto. They they like we make a massive thing of it. So hopefully they'll um, they'll be in the audience with um, a load of kids that are enjoying themselves. Because that's what Panto is all about, really, isn't it? It's, uh, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, it's not like, you know, a proper theatre, darling. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of them where you want to get the, uh, the audience well involved. So that, that's, that's my plan.
Well, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. GatehouseTheatre.co.uk, 01785-619080. Those are your ticket details. It runs from the 8th through to the 31st of December. I'm very much looking forward to press night, hoping for an invite and mince pies before, after and during the show. Uh, see if you can lay that on for us. Of course. No problem at all. It'd be lovely to see you, mate. And it'd be interesting to hear your French accent. <laughs> ah, oui, oui. Possibly, like that. Possibly. We'll, <laughs> see how, we'll see how it works. You'll practice by then, won't you? Uh, I will. I will. Yeah, well, there we go. It's going to be great. Mark Rhodes, thank you for joining us. Have a brilliant time. Break a leg and look forward to seeing you on stage at the Stafford Gatehouse this Christmas. Cheers. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Much appreciated. With Sucker Punch at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 13th through to the 16th of June, we've got a tale to tell. It involves a boxing ring and some friends <laughs> for life. Hopefully, two people who get on well enough to be friends for life are Christian Alfo and Shem Hamilton, who have taken the lead roles. Hello to you both. Hello, hello. How are you today? You I'm, right? I'm good. I hope we find you both well. Yeah. And Wolverhampton is the penultimate venue on this tour, so you've had plenty of time to, to get into the roles. And how does it work for, for you two, lads? Because obviously you're, you're playing uh, friends from what a very early age. So uh, yeah, was the bonding sessions, did you go out for a beer or two beforehand? How did you make it work? Yeah, so we were actually friends before um, we were casting this. Uh, we did uh, a thing called Peckham Rep Company um, at Peckham Theatre in London um, for about, was it a year and a half or two yeah. years? Yeah, so it was about, it was meant to be a year, but then COVID hit, so it got a bit extended. Um, um, yeah, we were friends from that. And then uh, we, we both managed to, to to book this and, you know, the bond was already there. So it was great to work with your friend, you know. Mm. And Christian, do you class him as a friend or is it just Shem? No, he's a friend. He's a friend now. <laughs> Never used to be. <laughs> but like Shem said, like we, we'd acted together before. So that sort of understanding between each other as actors and as people away from, you know, the stage was already there. So we just sort of went straight into it. And obviously surrounding the world of boxing and uh, with the, there's, there's some good messages in here. Some, yeah, the, the way in which this story unfolds allows you to, to tell a tale, which is a, a very personal one for the two, the, the, the two antagonists here. And is boxing something that uh, either of you come to before, Christian? Was it part of your world? Yeah, so for me, I've, I've loved boxing since I was really young. I remember watching um, sort of Ricky Hatton, his fights and things like that. And so I decided to go training at my local amateur gym I'm from Milton Keynes. And that's that's where I started to just, you know, see what it's all about for myself amongst the amateur fighters there. So I had a background in boxing before this um, and just a massive fan. So to be able to I guess put both of my passions together in acting and boxing was just amazing. So it's it's been really fun. And Shem, the same for you? Yeah, so I've been interested in um fighting um for a long time. My father used to um do uh, karate, so he's got a massive fighting background. Um so but I, I train MMA. I'm MMA and uh, Muay Thai. Um so I've never actually done specifically boxing. So I was, I was going to say, you, you, the way you're talking about it, you sounded like you're going to say MMA as, as a background. And I mean, as, as a as sports, obviously, they are very physical, but yeah. uh, it, it, it's one which, you know, it gets you in good shape. And uh, clearly that's that's something which is vitally important to be believable in these roles. Mm, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So we, even during the process, 
you know we've had a boxing coach we've had um, a fight director and just ourselves happen to stay in the gym make sure we're on it and be being able to go for a tour at the level that's demanding and the fitness required just so we can do the role justice as well so that's been fun to get I guess back in the gym because you've got a goal you know to, to train for it's just always good that way for me personally and we're traveling back to the 80s for this one aren't we and uh so almost a, a rite of passage and although i'm not in any way saying things are easy now it was a much worse time to be a young black lad growing up in any part of britain mm. yeah definitely with the the story that's told here and and the competition between these two uh it, it's it must be an interesting one to explore it emotionally yeah like mm. without giving away too many spoilers we both you know, we're navigating the 80s together and we both have different perspectives on what's right and what's wrong and how to navigate through these times as two young black men. Um, and so it, it definitely shows two ways that people can tackle the problems that happens in the 80s between our two characters. And I think that's what's quite interesting from an audience perspective, because I think you might be able to identify with my character, Troy, and Shem's character with either yourself if you live through that or others so it's definitely it has been interesting in that sense and Shem something for uh, with the youth of today to to pick up on and and, and really see uh, hopefully uh, we can't say no, no spoilers but the way things can work out hopefully for the best yeah yeah can work out for the best what routes to take and what options you have really um yeah, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> We're struggling a little bit here to be that without spoiling the plot, but yeah. it, it's a uh, uh, a show. It's it's very much about people, and for whatever you, whatever your race, your background, there's going to be something for you here. But certainly, mm. an education as well, and 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 hopefully something that'll that'll bring understanding. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. There's so many themes. There's there's themes of like love, betrayal, um, and even you talk about the education sort of slant in it, it goes back to, you know, Thatcherism in, in the 80s and, and what the government was like during that period. And I'm sure people might be able to draw parallels with that, with the time now that we live in. Um, and amongst all of that, there's loads of fun in there. You know, it is a brutal play in terms of boxing, but there's fun, there's laughter, there's everything. There's all these ingredients thrown into the pot. And, <laughs> and then there's a lot, there's a lot that comes out of it that I think is, you know, applies to everyone and everyone can take something from that yeah but it's also a, a window on a, on a time you two guys are not old enough to remember the 80s i am no. and for me i grew up with the, you know, attending our family church in smethwick uh which has got 50 50 white black mix and on a sunday morning you don't see the problems that are in the outside world in uh, you know and, and almost in a city part of uh, the Midlands. Yet the reality is we can all learn what was happening back then through mm. this sort of show. And I think, you know, probably Shem, I mean, it's a responsibility, isn't it, telling this tale? 100%. It's a massive um, history lesson as such. Um, I think it's great to have plays, and I'm so grateful uh, to be able to, you know, be in this play and, and, and so grateful for this show to have actually been shown. Um, because it's really important to educate the youngsters um, who, who weren't in the 80s, educate people in who were in the 80s as well, um, who may have had a different opinion then, but, you know, it might open some eyes, you know, um, just in case, because it's good for history not to repeat itself, especially the bad stuff. 
you know um so i think it's really important to bring that out straight into people's faces straight into their eyes and 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 show it for what it was yeah the, the, the loss the pain the trouble that people mm. went through which is mm. you know, all part of life and part of what's reflected here a long time those good times that christian was talking about it, it it's it's got to be worth something now and through telling stories like this to avoid a repeat of these things is uh yeah an, an important part of it and uh it, it's done through a, a hugely talented cast. Now, I'm, I'm going to go slightly more lighthearted and say, Christian, this is a bit different to Man versus B. Yeah, um, <laughs> very different. I think it's it's been a, a massive contrast to that in terms of, you know, what um, Rowan Atkinson brings in his projects. But I think that's the beauty of being an actor as well, but challenging yourself with different projects and, you know, challenging yourself really with different sort of genres mm -hmm. but you've got people from all sorts of backgrounds all around you yeah uh, including a, a debut uh, in there poppy winter made a professional debut during uh, this show and it, it must be great seeing that raw talent coming to the stage alongside i mean you're your old hands now you two aren't you nah not yet not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> but no the cast is brilliant like you said mm -hmm. poppy, charlie poppy and i'm using all their stage names um mm -hmm. liam you know we've got wayne um ray who plays ray and, and John, who plays Tommy, it's, it's amazing to have such a diverse cast and they all bring their own mm -hmm. flavour to it, which makes Sucker Punch, you know, so. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that we've got an awful lot of actors in here whom we will have seen on uh, on TV and streaming services. And it's good to to know that you're out there enjoying a, a, a tour as well. And it's 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 the grassroots of, of entertainment, isn't it, theatre? And I think... It's, it's a great way of communicating because it isn't just a box in the corner of the room. This is so real and it brings uh, a story to, to, to the masses who, who needs to hear what has to be said here. Mm, definitely. So what happens next then? Uh, you've got uh, this, this uh, amazing tour ongoing. Uh, do you think there could be some uh, uh, you know, follow-up from this? Is, is it going to be uh, yeah, back, back to maybe a, a big stay in the likes of uh, London or something for this show? God willing, who knows? Who knows? That's 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 just up to the future, and um, uh, uh, you know. But fingers crossed, you know. We love being a part of this. Um, so grateful to be able to tell this story. You know, Roy's writing is it, it ma amazing. Um, so it'd be great to be able to further show this to different audiences. Um, maybe at a later date. Yeah, hundred um, yeah. percent. And the powers that be have seen the show. You know, they've they've come to see it. So if you're watching this and you know, put it on, you know, we, we'll be happy for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good to see that continue. Uh, meanwhile, though, obviously we've got this run which is going on at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 13th through to the 16th of June. 01902429212 is the box office number. GrandTheatre.co.uk to get your tickets. And this is it's a it's going to be uh, an enlightening education and. As we said, there, there is something for everyone, boxing fan or not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 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 Well, theatre fan, boxing. general mm -hmm. theatre fan. If you're not even a theatre fan, come through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, we met a few people who have never been to the theatre before. It was their first time watching the show and they've got the bug telling me they're going to go and see more theatre. So absolutely, man, it's for everyone. Oh, brilliant uh, news. It's coming to the ground. Very much looking forward to seeing it myself. Christian Nalafo and Shem Hamilton, thank you both for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, Jason.
now got a very special guest. In fact, a pair of them in the studio. We have Ria Barker <laughs> and we have Michael Linda here with us as well. Hello, both. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, good. And I hope we find you well. Yes, yeah. yes. I love it here. And uh, you, yeah, there's a slight hint of an accent that means you're not from <laughs> these shores. So tell us a, a bit about your journey to begin with. I don't just mean the flight over. Yeah, yeah. So I am from uh, originally Bristol, Tennessee, Bristol, Virginia, which is the birthplace of country music. And I'm not country. I'm an R&B artist. Um, and I moved to Nashville for college. And so now we both live there. We've mm-hmm. we've been playing together for a while. And um, yeah, now we're here and we've been here for about a week. And it's been, fun. It's been so much fun. It's been <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. And when you, you've got someone to work with and you and your collaboration R&B, now R&B with an acoustic guitar, this is an unusual combination in some ways. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I feel like a lot of the time we perform with an electric yeah, mm-hmm. or we'll do electric plus tracks. So I'll sing along with tracks and then he'll also play with me with an electric as well. But you're not allowed to sing, are you? He sings, I mean, actually. I do. <laughs> he actually does have a great voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you He's going to be a backup singer at some point. Well, I'm going to make him sing at yeah. some point. Oh, I, th- I, th- I'm, I was thinking duet, to be fair. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know him well enough. But it's been, what, about 12 years since you did America's Got Talent? Yeah, yeah. And was that a kickstart, or were you already doing things anyway? Um, Well, I grew up with a mom that's a voice teacher, and um, when she was signed... Um, in, in New York City at 17 years old. And so I grew up with a studio in our in, my, in our house. Mm-hmm. So I never not had a time I wasn't doing music at least. Um, and then um, America's Got Talent. Um, I went on there. And I think the biggest thing that I learned from there is being able to sing on the spot. Because that's one thing that you really have to be able to do as yeah. an artist. You, you never know what they're going to ask <laughs> exactly, you to do next. Exactly. You? So, you know, my, my mom came with me and... You know, there were so many people around because, I mean, you're you're in line at like three o'clock in the morning, you know, <laughs> and it's wrapped around the building like a billion times. So I was like, I, I've got to vocalize and I've got to practice my song. And she's like, well, do it. And I'm like, but all these people are here. And she's like, well, you can either mess up here or in there. So, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so pick pick what you want, you know. And so, um, yeah, that really helped me to just be able to sing whenever someone asks me to. So I think that's yeah, that's the biggest thing I learned from America's Got Talent. And a chance to to get showcased uh, across uh, yeah, a massive nation yeah. and again around the world because it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's syndicated. And I suppose that it, it does teach you a lot about the industry as you go along. You you are getting a sudden hit of what it's really like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with filming and all of that kind of stuff. That was wild. And um, yeah, it was it was definitely an experience for sure. And where you are with your music now, because obviously we're 12 years down the line, mm-hmm. and you, you are so much more than the person that you were then, even though you were amazing back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's wild, because I did my first music video when I was six. So <laughs> I literally had my, I had my, and it's it's hilarious, I had my uncle come in from San Francisco, and he does a lot of documentaries and stuff out there, and I was obsessed with Mulan when I was a kid, mm-hmm. obsessed with it, and I loved Christina Aguilera, so I actually did my first music video when I was six, and I was riding my horses, because I grew up on a farm, and um, so that's like, it's crazy that I went into the studio at such a young age and made like a music video for my my class, my like show and tell class, and um, you know, then worked with some Broadway um, actors around 13 and then America's Got Talent and um, so I guess I've, I've just been kind of involved in it forever and then when the pandemic hit 
in 2020, I really ended up finding my sound and who I was as an artist, mm-hmm. I would say, more so than in the past. And obviously, coming from Nashville as well, you say there is that pressure to be country, and you, and you haven't gone that route at all. No. Because that's just not you. No, it's not. I mean, I can do it. I just, I just don't. I think I grew up around it. I mean, even my, I'm related to the Carter family as well, and that's country. I mean, <laughs> you would think that I would be country, but my mom wasn't either. She was rock. So, um, you know, I, yeah, just, I'm not a country gal. <laughs> just not, a, even though I grew up on a farm. I mean, literally all the signs are pointing to doing country or Americana, but I'm, I don't, so. Well, we're going to take a cover from you, first of all, just so you can play something that you want to perform. Yeah, for sure. So what are you going to perform for us? For, for a cover? Yeah. Um, we can do Jasmine Sullivan, Pick Up Your Feelings. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That I've been acting different, yeah Funny how I finally flipped the script on, yeah You're the one who's double-dipping, yeah You so sloppy how it got you slipping up You're off the lease Run me my keys No more popping up to hit it, yeah I ain't even got the miles of trip on, yeah New phone, who is this? Brand new, like the whip Rack it up, no assist Make girl, I ain't average Wake up, need a zip Hennessy Take a sip, look at my jeans, I'm too thick, I ain't got no room for extra baggage. Don't forget to come and pick up your feelings. Don't leave no pieces, you need to hurry and pick up your feelings. While I'm up cleaning, boy please, I don't need it. Memories. All the stuff you can keep it up. Don't forget to come and pick up your feelings. I'm trying to find a thing to give you. Yeah, you've had a chance of forgiving you. Listen, I listen, and just for you to go and break my heart again. I learned my lesson, and I ain't coming. And if you were to pass now, that's your island betting on Contact don't exist. Need a ride for you, girl. Guess way too expensive. No more benefits. Popped up visits. Hands tied. No grip. I ain't got no room for extra baggage. Don't forget to come and pick up your feelings. Don't leave no pieces. You need to hurry and pick up your
Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely <laughs> loving that. Thank and, you. And we, we're going to get to your own music in a minute at yes. this time. The, when you are you know, choosing you know, music for, for gigs and the like, I mean, do you like to include a few covers then as well? Yeah, I do. I do. That's, that one's one that we we included not too long ago. Mm -hmm. um, I love Jasmine Sullivan. I love her rich voice. I just think she's so incredible. Um, so we've included her. We've included Yeba a few times. Um, yeah, like... Just anything that I'm like really digging at the moment, you know. Well, I would say it. It is. It's, it's about you. It's about you producing the sound you want to produce, and this is where the EP comes in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, the. Um, so I came over here to the UK in 2020, and I worked with uh, two producers that are in Mansfield, which is hilarious. An American artist being in Mansfield, you know, <laughs> and. Um, I met them on the internet in 2018 because they saw a cover that I did and they really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And so they asked, they were like, hey, do you want to work with some guys from across the pond? And I was like, okay. So we started working together. And then in 2020, I finally met them in person. And we spent a month producing 20 songs. And I went home and I wrote them and finished them. And I pulled a few um, writers in as well on some of the songs. And seven of those are what make up my EP. So. I mean, I mean, as you say EP. It, I mean, seven songs is pretty much an album. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's a pretty yeah, it's a pretty big EP. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, it's it's I'm a, it's a big body of work, and I'm proud of it. So well, Alpha She is the title. Yes. How does release work over here? So um, we just released it Friday, mm -hmm. and it's on all all platforms. So you can find it Alpha She at Ria Barker R I A B A R K R. I left out the E for pizzazz. Mm -hmm. Probably not the smartest thing when people actually look for me, <laughs> but um, left that out. And um, you can find it everywhere. And I'm actually going to be releasing a pitched down version as well later on in the year. So it's like going to be very pitched down. It's almost going to sound like a guy. So it's. It's pretty cool, though. It's okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're not doing the guy version today, though. No, I'm not doing the guy version today. No. <laughs> so, what is it? You are going to redo the title track? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, um, work for it and tennis. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Right, the, the airwaves are yours. Okay. Uh, impress us with the EP. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Take for a moment, but you're inside when I call. You know, I keep you watching your phone and getting distracted when you are alone. Boy, you would be too dramatic, and I ain't got time for your boss. I just keep you coming back because I keep giving it to me like you're my boy. You pull up fast when I need attention, baby, don't blame me. You just wish I wanted you the same way, boy, you need to stop dreaming. Please don't take things so personal, I'm not devoted. Calling your bluff, you won't bounce and I know it.
me chocolates bling and the roses you already spent and the rest of the stuff that you paid for and all of the love i did not ignore you Absolutely excellent again, Ria, Michael. Thank you Fantastic. So much. Loving the work. And, and Michael, do you get involved with the the, the music behind it or uh, does she keep you quiet? Um, she brings me in when she needs me. <laughs> um, uh, I was, uh, I recorded the guitar for the single Monday. Yeah. And that was super fun. And then mm-hmm. sometimes we'll get together and try and uh, write some tunes and stuff. It's fun. She yeah. lived, she lives. She lived right down the street from me for a while. So yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah, easy yeah. then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was super easy. Yeah, but but yeah. That, we're now with the likes of Zoom and Teams and all that. Like, it allows you to, to collaborate with people. And it, wherever you to find yourselves, you can yeah, bring him in on a, on a writing partnership. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's an incredible, incredible just player in general. Like, mm-hmm. not just guitar. He can play a lot of different instruments. So he's... he's Multi-talented. Yes. <laughs> yes. He won't say it, but yes, he is. <laughs> So with the, the the next stage, I mean, we, we've got this EP here. You say you know, it's your debut EP, but there's been a lot of pent up music over the last, I, well, nearly all the 26 years you've been on this planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I released music under a former name before, and that had some success. Um, I, you know, did iHeartRadio and did like some gigs and stuff like that and had like a whole tour booked for, you know, 2020, but then... COVID. COVID happened and almost got stuck here when I was actually here. And, um, you know, when I went back, I just started creating music that was a little bit different. So I changed my name and came out with a new sound and I just kind of honed in on my craft and like my who I am as an artist. Well, th- I mean, this is sounding absolutely phenomenal. Uh, before we get a final tune from you, yeah. uh, what uh, wh- where do we find you? Where, what, where, where is, are all the socials? Yeah, so uh, you can find me at Rhea Barker, R-I-A-B-A-R-K-R. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, everything. And Michael, do you get dragged into all of this as well? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I drag him into my TikToks. If you go on oh, my Instagram, yeah. you will see Most of him. them were probably filmed by me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll drag him in on them because he, he did a few dates on my tour that I did um, yeah. the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. So, in America, yeah. So, we're just looking at Rhea Barker. It is that simple. Yeah, it's that simple. Just, this is, missing yeah. the E out means that you could get your name easily. That was the thing. Exactly. It? Yeah. And it was just like, I was like, oh, I just don't want the E in there. I don't know. I was like, I'm just going to. We can all have too many vowels, I was like, can't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was just like, you know what? Take it out. Put an R in. It looks kind of cool. I was like, all right, we'll just do that. There we go. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, we've heard a cover. We've heard one of the fantastic tracks from uh, Alpha G. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do for us now? I think I'll do Time Zone. Okay. It's a uh, song from 
Um, it's actually a bone. It'd be a bonus track. I'm gonna release it later on this year. Probably so, not involved with the EP. So this is an interview bonus track as well, then. Yes, yes, and um, you can actually find it live on YouTube. I have a live rendition of it, um, but I'm think I'm gonna actually release it later on in the year. Okay, so we'll look forward to that. Yeah, you're gonna perform that for us now. Yeah. So let's do that, and then we'll say our final goodbyes for All now. All right, that sounds great. For daylight shit Knowing last night you left Me Minutes, hours fading But these feelings are leaving Me Missing you in every breath Got a fire burning in my chest No vacant stages Accepting that you don't want me But there will be a time I don't play Days and seasons passing, can't believe you're texting me. But I'm building something new, and it doesn't involve you. Minutes, hours fading, accepting that I don't want.
Absolutely fantastic. Thank, Thank you, you for coming in and performing live. It is sounding absolutely wonderful. It's always a show. I need to put reverb on my applause, don't I? Just yeah, so Because yeah, it gives yeah. a full studio sound. But, <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. It's uh, absolutely brilliant to have you down here. Uh, so, the tour? We've got, have we got a full tour on the way? Yeah, definitely. We're looking at touring over here later in the fall. Mm-hmm. So um, oh, We call that autumn. But in that autumn. One, I was going to actually say that, and I was like... <laughs> But yeah, yeah, autumn. So I'll be touring over here later on this year, um, or doing some live shows and stuff like that. So I'm really excited about that, and hopefully Mike can come back with me oh, too. Yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed. That's the plan. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, that'd be good to have you both uh, along. Do come and see us then. Do play Wolverhampton. Yes, I would love that. We that'd have some amazing. amazing venues. That's uh, what I've heard. That's what that's what mm-hmm. Steve, the tour manager, said too. Yeah. So absolutely worth getting yourself into one of those yeah. and uh, getting the the name and the voice known even further afield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and particular say so with with the rebranding you've done uh, i think you know it's uh, you're feeling fresh with all this aren't you it's, yeah. it's working for you yeah i think so i i think that my sound is working and i i i'm happy that i've like found my lane and i'm all obviously i'm still like experimenting with sounds and like you know just genres in general because like nowadays it's kind of genreless mm-hmm. you know like i mean everything's kind of like weaving in together so you know i'm pulling stuff from other you know like artists and you know inspirations and stuff like that but i think i've locked in like my sound as an artist which you're, is well you're very much you you're very much the alpha she yeah so that is the it. ep that's it is it. out there the single monday is there too yes. but you can find all this music across all the platforms yeah michael Maria, thank you for joining us before you do go one last bout of uh, spellings and uh, socials please oh yeah so you can find me at ria barker um, R-I-A-B-A-R-K-R on all social media platforms and Spotify, Amazon, Tidal, YouTube Music, all of that. And, you know, if you like any of the songs, DM me because I absolutely love hearing responses back from people. It literally makes my day. So, yeah, give me a follow, share it, and um, thanks for having me. Well, my response is that was absolutely amazing. Thank you <laughs> for coming you. in. And uh, we're looking forward to even more from you over the next 12 to 18 months. Absolutely. That's it all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. Back with episode 728 next week. I'll see you then. To wrap it down. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.